All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friend. Welcome back to Productivity on Purpose. I'm so happy to have you here. And I am loving this day. How are you feeling? I hope you're full of energy and that this provides you a little bit of inspiration and motivation to help you get through your week. I want to start by thanking Chiara or Chiara La La La. Is that Chiara La La La? Yes, it's it. Um, who left an awesome review that says simple and applicable guidance. Ruthie provides perfect bite-sized guidance in every episode and is genuinely a pleasure to listen to. This is one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you, Kiara. Chiara, not sure how to say it, but I appreciate it. I love you. And I really, really am happy to hear that you're getting value out of this. And uh, for my listeners, I hope you are as well. All right. So let's jump in. And by the way, please share, leave a review. Uh, this is what helps me with the algorithm is to get seen and heard with more amazing women all around the globe. So come on over. If you're on your like iTunes, on your phone, just click on the podcast, go to write a review, leave a quick line or two. And it is, I will sincerely appreciate it. And um, I would love to share it from the podcast as well. All right. So here is what we're talking about today. The idea that you think you're lazy or unproductive at times, which is what I hear from women all the time, which drives me freaking cray cray because you're working your ass off and then you're feeling like that. And I got to tell you, it is not, you are not lazy and you are not unproductive. Okay. We equate burnout with exhaustion, right? But it's not the only thing that causes it causes that anxiety and overwhelm also makes you feel profoundly unproductive or can make you feel like you're lazy. And this is just a result of feeling massive stress. Okay. Because I know as a business owner, I know if you're listening to this, I know you're working hard. I know you have big ideas. I know you're smart. I know you're ambitious. I know you're driven. So it's not laziness. Okay. So if you ever have this feeling of like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm so unproductive. I procrastinate. I don't have energy. And you truly believe there is something wrong with you. I am here to tell you there is nothing wrong with you. Okay. There's nothing wrong with you as a person. You just need to figure out a way to bring your stress or your anxiety down. Once you bring that stress and anxiety down, the laziness, the so-called laziness, the so-called unproductiveness, the so-called procrastination is going to start fizzling away because you will start taking action when you have less stress and anxiety. So my very good friend who may be listening to this is an awesome psychologist. And we've partnered together. We've worked together. And she's also referred me several clients. And what she believed when we started working together, what many of her clients believe as we start working together is that they need me for organization. They're like, I need you to help me get more organized, but 
I need separate therapy and separate support and separate medication for these high levels of anxiety or these high levels of um, stress, right? And then they've realized after partnering, although very much support and therapy and sometimes meds are important, I'm not by any means trying to downplay that, but they are. But what they've also realized is that a lot of the anxiety that they are feeling could be addressed and could be helped and could be reduced simply by getting to a more calm state, which happens when you have better structure, when you feel more in control, when you have less on your mind and less cluttering up your brain. So here's the thing. If you believe that, if you can embrace that idea, I know that you don't want to learn just how to cope. That's not the end goal. It's like, let me just learn how to cope with this. You want to thrive. And that's what I want for you. I want you to thrive as well. You can build up a mental and emotional capacity to being more productive. It is 100% inside of you right now. Like you can put a kibosh on the mental anguish and your mental chatter that keeps you procrastinating or slowing down or feeling stressed out. You can show up with immense energy. And yes, you can totally thrive. So I want to talk about today how to get from that state of high anxiety to a more calm and relaxed state so you're more energetic and you're more positive and you're more productive because that's my goal is for you to always feel more successful and more rewarded. It's not the amount of time that you're putting in. It's not how many things you're crossing off the list. Ultimately, it's how do I feel about what I got done? So anxiety is really a product of this chatter and the stress going on in your brain. Okay, so simply put, if you can reduce the chatter and the stress going on in your brain and in your mind and in your thoughts, you will be less anxious, right? You're going to be more calm, which means you'll be more productive. It really is that simple. And again, this has nothing to do with you being lazy. This is not what this is about. Okay, so I definitely talk about on this podcast and with my clients about doing small things in your environment or in your personal development plan to help you with calming down, okay? And again, I I totally 100% believe in this, in these types of things, like self-help, okay? So meditating or exercising or journaling. So I 100% believe in these things, they work. However, it isn't enough when we're talking about chronic stress. He's like meditating for 10 minutes or exercising or journaling for 20 minutes or 30 minutes every day, right? It isn't enough. It's a great start. And it's a great way, I think, to start your day or end your day or even the middle of your day. But it's not enough to reduce the chronic stress throughout your day. Again, not dismissing those. I think they're important. Like, absolutely start there. But sometimes they're great in the moment or great for a half an hour afterwards. And it can ground you for sure. But then there's the next 12 hours that you're dealing with that can cause you massive chronic stress. So here are four things outside of the personal development, right? Outside of those those great habits in the morning that's going to help you lessen your stress and anxiety so you feel right more calm, more productive. And again, stop telling yourself that I'm just being lazy. Number one. Reduce the amount of work. Okay. 
Now, this is a practice in setting and sticking to effective boundaries as well as delegating work. So I've worked with clients that have so much work. They have so much work on their plates. They have said yes to so much, to so many clients, so many commitments, so many projects. There, there is literally no way if they work 16 hours a day for the next two months, you know, that they could catch up with everything they've promised to their clients or the commitments that they've made. And we will actually sit there and do the math and realize it's just not possible. You know, it's a good problem to have, right? Your clients are coming in and there's this abundance of growth, but it, it, it literally doesn't work out with the math. You're going to burn out. So if you believe you're never going to catch up, which sometimes is the truth, or it's going to take a long time, right? It's going to take a very, very, very intense period. Or sometimes it's a belief just because you're overwhelmed. It's not really the truth, but it's a belief. You're going to stay in that high anxiety and that, you know, that chronic fatigue and the chronic exhaustion. So you have to figure out a way to adjust your workload. Sometimes, like I mentioned, that's boundary work. It's saying no to work. Sometimes that means making some less money, but sometimes it means making more money while saying no, because you only say yes to the projects or the requests that are really, really profitable for you and say no to the ones that are not, right? But we cannot do it by simply putting in more hours or continuing to work yourself into exhaustion and burnout. That's where the stress and anxiety comes from. It is not the answer. The other thing you want to practice is delegation. I just got off the phone with two clients today. Um, I had coaching calls this morning and they're so stressed out with some of their organizational and systemizing needs in their business that they have, they have to do, right? And we determined, what I determined with them was that we can come up with that system, right? We can sit here and we can figure it out together. We can map it all out, but they don't need to be the ones to get everything into the system. Like we can figure out the organization of it of it and the nomenclature and all that kind of stuff, but they can outsource the actually getting in all the clients or getting in all the information or getting in all the data or updating all the folders or like they don't have to be the ones to do that. That is not a good use of their time and energy or expertise. And knowing that and agreeing to it and seeing that was immediately lifted anxiety off their brain the mental load was lessened without even taking a step, right? Just like knowing I don't have to do it, that somebody else can do that was made them feel so much less anxious. So just knowing in the future that their volume of work would be decreased was enough to reduce anxiety. So what does that mean? When you reduce the anxiety, you're less likely to procrastinate. You're more likely to move forward on things. You will take action easier, It's the anxiety that's holding you back, not your laziness. So how can you commit to reducing your workload by either having stronger boundaries, maybe deleting something altogether? Who am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? What kind of clients? What kind of profitability? What, you know, what are those boundaries? Maybe I increase my lead times. Maybe I target somebody else with my niche down. Or how do I delegate better? How do I get more off my plate? Do what do I what do I say that this is not the best use of my time or energy or expertise? So these are the two ways, simple ways to reduce your amount of work. But what the goal there is to reduce the amount of stress and anxiety in your brain. 
Okay. Number two, take back control. I talk about this all the time on this podcast and with clients. When you feel out of control, you're going to feel overwhelmed and anxious, which often paralyzes you and causes you to procrastinate or give up or throw up your hands and spend time on nonsense, right? Truly wasting time, which again is very different than being lazy. You're simply overwhelmed. So what does that look like for you? You could have a lack of control of your schedule. You could have a lack of control of your systems, of your team members, of your onboarding, of your billing. You could have a lack of control of your routines, of your morning, of your giant and ever-growing to-do list. Right? We can feel out of control in many areas of our home life, our personal lives, and our professional business lives. And this typically comes from two things. Number one, constant reactivity, constantly responding and reacting to your emails or your texts or the requests or the thoughts just in your brain, right? Complete monkey minds that swirl like reactivity. And then number two, which is very much related and why we react like that is often that lack of systems. When you don't have a system for all of those things, like your texts or your emails or how you're responding or your thoughts or where you're capturing them or how am I going to manage my to-dos, right? You fall into complete reactivity, which signals only one thing to your brain, stress, anxiety. Your brain is telling you, alert, alert, red alert, right? I have no control. Jump, jump ship, jump overboard. (laughs) I can't handle this. So what do you do to let your brain know that, wait, Hold on, sister. Stop. I can take control. I am the leader of this ship. I am confident. I can take back control. And you do that with one little micro system at a time. This is exactly what I help you with. Getting control of your email. Getting control of your distractions getting control of your week kind of through consistency or routines or systemizing, getting control of your energy, your billing, your project management list, the giant to-do list, your team members, your kids, your meal planning, the laundry. (laughs) I mean, just taking back control. Again, anxiety is the issue, not laziness. So how do we bring that anxiety down? That's what we're thinking about when we're taking back control. Number three, stop catastrophizing. Okay, I'm going to link to an episode all about this, which goes a lot deeper onto or into catastrophizing. But to me, this is often a result, not always, but often a result, usually a result of number one and number two combined, right? You either have too much work, like it's literally too much you put on your plate, And you're also, because of that, feeling out of control on some level, so you catastrophize. And what I mean by that is that you've built up this project or this to-do or this task so much in your head, either justifiably or not justifiably, right? Because sometimes, again, there is just literally too much work, and other times, maybe there, it isn't as much, but it feels so heavy. It feels so big and overwhelming that your brain falls into stress overload. You think, you believe, your thoughts are telling you, your brain is just reminding you that this is going to be so hard. 
been so complicated or so boring or so overwhelming or so intense or so time consuming or so freaking energy sucking. Like you're literally like literally your brain hurts. Right? I know you've been there, right? Your brain hurts. And, and so talk about thoughts that feed into your anxiety. I mean, this is it, right? Catastrophizing is when things haven't even happened yet, but you're shut down or you have pangs of anxiety just thinking about it. Okay, so here's the thing. Sometimes, once in a while, what we've catastrophized is truly as bad in reality. Sometimes. I actually think it's very infrequently. It's often not as bad as we've made it out to be, but the thought of it is so heavy. So we often start or we get through it, we think about it, and Oftentimes, it's not nearly as hellish as you believe it to be, right? And then you think to yourself, oh my God, why did I wait for so long for this? Or why did I let this shut me down for you know this amount of time? This is crazy. One of the easiest and best ways to fight this natural tendency of catastrophizing, right? Do you break, bring down your stress level is to break down your task or break down your project or break down whatever it is that's that's overwhelming you and focus on the very next step and that and that alone. Yes, just the one step. So on your to-do list for that day or the next day, it is one step, not the whole shebang, not the whole thing, not complete it, not finish it, not let me just work endlessly on it. Let me just put this on my list and let it linger there for, you know, for weeks and months and forever. No. Okay. So for example, if you've catastrophized doing your taxes, what's on your list for the day or what you're going to commit to is simply compiling your receipts for the first quarter of the year. Nothing else. Not all the other, you know, all the other information you've got to gather, not doing the taxes, not nothing, just that. And then once you've completed that, the next thing on your list is to compile your receipts for the second quarter. <laughs> and that's it, nothing else, right? And so on and so forth. You're doing one little micro baby step at a time, complete it, feel good about it, and then move to the next. The goal here, remember, is to bring your stress down on the daily throughout the day, not just in the morning with your 10-minute meditation, but throughout the day. And we do that by breaking down tasks, into small little pieces, feeling really good about what we've accomplished, and then moving on to the next. And then finally, number four. I kind of, I group this together in three different things. So number one, like give it more meaning or have more connection or make it feel more valuable. I couldn't really figure out the, the what, which one of those I choose, but they're all connected, right? Basically feel, feel more valued and have more connection to the thing. So whatever it is that you're doing, if it is regularly and constantly, consistently just sucking the life and the energy out of you, you're going to feel exhausted and burnt out by it, right? By this task or whatever it is that you're doing. If it always feels like that. So again, that's going to lead to your anxiety and stress, not your laziness, but it will make you procrastinate because it's stressing you out. So it's sometimes these tasks, these are tasks that are not a good use of your time and your energy. So you need to do the thing we talked about earlier, which is delegate it or get it off your workload, okay? So that's, we've we've talked through that, but that could be what's causing that stress. But other times, 
They could be tasks or just places that you're putting your energy that you simply don't value or you don't feel good or energized or inspired by them. Okay. So for example, I knew this was me when I was coaching home organizing back in the day when I was uh, doing professional organizing, but I was coaching and I was doing DIY workshops. And I was anxious before I'd even get on calls with clients or with my group. I was anxious before that because I was bored. (laughs) I was like truly dreading these calls. They weren't feeling valuable to me anymore. I didn't feel particularly connected really to the subject matter or to my clients, which is terrible, right? And so this left me feeling very heavy all the time, like before I'd even get on. So this was my indication to me that I needed to make a change, not in my workload, not in delegating this, and not even in my systems, but in the type of work that I was doing. I needed to look inward and challenge myself about how I could give my work more meaning. Okay, so did that mean it was a different type of clientele? Maybe a completely different type of work, maybe different offerings, maybe coaching it differently, right? There was something that I needed to do to ignite the motivation, but also bring lightness to the work instead of making it feel so heavy and me dreading it, right? What would make me feel inspired again? Listen, my friend, this is the great news about being a business owner. You get to do that any damn time you want, okay? You are running your own show. It's your business. Now, however, be careful with this because sometimes you just need a little tweak or a little shift to reduce that anxiety and bring that inspiration and energy back to your work. Right? Sometimes you don't need to just like shut it all down and start over. So be careful. So don't think that, oh, if I'm, if I'm feeling this way, I just, you know, I, I just, everything's got to change. Okay. It's like I recently had a client who was feeling very uninspired by her business and her work. And she was a, she's a physical therapist. Okay. And so after really digging deeper and answering good questions and really probing, we kind of got to the bottom of what it was because her initial thought was, I need to just stop doing this whole therapy thing. This is not lighting me up anymore. I know I just don't like this. And she was very much feeling like I just need to either completely change this business, shut this business down. I don't know. You know, she was just in a bad place. But as we probe more, she realized that the biggest energy sucker for her was the travel. She could be in a car for four to five hours a day on some days, like no joke, driving to and from clients um, with the traffic. It was, it was, and then she had to pick up her kids. It was really bad. It was literally sucking the life out of her. So what we did instead was change a boundary about her work. And she only took clients within 30 minutes of travel, nothing more ever, ever. Didn't matter if they're going to pay her double. That was it. She changed the boundary. And at first, Not going to lie, the number of her clients dipped a bit, right? It did because she was so used to kind of traveling all over and going so far until a little bit of time, just a couple months, she became the go-to therapist in her area, right? We sought out very specific local marketing strategies. Within a couple months, she was making an even higher revenue with a much happier disposition and higher energy and better motivation and more excited about her business. 
simply because she was feeling more valued and more valuable in her business. And so, of course, this resulted in less anxiety, less stress, less burnout, which means she's not feeling lazy or uninspired or procrastinating, right? It means she's been a better therapist, a better mama, a better daughter, a better wife, a better friend, a better role model. And Lady Lou, you can feel that exact same way too. Okay, so enough with this. I'm feeling lazy or unproductive. I just want to hear this nonsense anymore. Reduce your stress and anxiety. That is the key to help you be more inspired and more motivated and show up as a better leader in every area of your life. Okay, so let's recap the four ways to do this. Number one, reduce the amount of work. Go back and listen to that one. If you're not sure on how to do that, go back and listen to that. Number two, take back control. Number three, stop catastrophizing. And number four, give it more meaning, have more connection, feel more valuable and valued about what you're doing. Now, this, of course, my friend, serves up the challenge of the week. You've spent your precious time with me and I want to make it your time here 100% worth it. So today's action is to pick one of the four strategies I just outlined to reduce your stress, reduce your anxiety, make you a more productive, successful, and happier business owner. On that note, my love, if you want to hear more inspiring ways to start every day feeling motivated and just feeling inspired throughout your week, be sure to catch my weekly emails. They're a burst of inspiration with a behind the scenes look and how I get more done with less stress. You can grab them and other awesome resources over at lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. I hope I've served you today. I really cannot thank you enough for listening and sharing. Yes, share and leave that review, sweet friend. As always, you are the bestest for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, loving vibes and positive energy and know that I am sending them right back your way. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.